Hi, my name is Gail Kay. I am the Connections Coordinator at Crossroads Church, and I am giving a brief reflection on the message from last week that Tom gave on the family of God and how we can serve and be served and how we're invited into a new family. And as Connections Coordinator, there's nothing I like more than talking about the family of God. It is right up my alley. It is my jam, and I'm happy to share a couple three actually main things that kind of hit me as I was reflecting on the message and uh, kind of rereading some of the scripture. It's fun to give a reflection on the message from Tom's office. This is fun. He has a great chair. Ready? Watch this. It's fun, right? Anyway, uh, I think about three things when I thought about the message. The first was I thought about instantly about all of the connections I've had at Crossroads over the years and the ways that people have come around me and my family and loved us and taken care of us in hard times and the way that they've celebrated with my family as well. I could have picked one out of a million different examples, but this one was the first one that came to my mind and as I thought about it, I thought it was a great example of both coming around people when they're having a hard time and celebrating with them. So when I uh, had young children, I went back to graduate school and changed my career and uh, just had a lot of plates spinning and it was a difficult time for me. I was in school full time. As I mentioned, I had young children. Uh, I was still the pastor's wife, which is um, another role. I was leading a small group. and. I know I'll never think of all of the examples of the ways that people came around us, but people watched my kids when I needed help and needed to study. I had, if anyone is old school crossroads, they might remember this candy apple Dodge Caravan that I used to drive around and that uh, needed a repair and someone from church was able to fix that for me so that I could get to school and finish school. There were two ladies at Crossroads that every Sunday would come up and tell me that they were on their knees praying for me throughout the week. Both these women had gone back to school later in life, started new careers, and they weren't just uh, encouraging me by telling me I could do it, but they had gone before me and done similar things. And it was also encouraging just to know that they were praying for me throughout the week. They, at the end of grad school, I kind of had so much going on, I got really run down and ended up with a really terrible case of the shingles virus and was down for the count. People brought me food and watched my kids while I was sick um, so that I was able to catch up on my schoolwork. I think I still have some Tupperware from that event that might have the name Op on it, but, but I digress. But what was amazing was that when I could, when I did finish and I graduated and I got a job, the celebration was so much sweeter because it wasn't just, oh, congratulations, you graduated. I think the church felt part of an ownership of me graduating and they celebrated with me and they had put work into it as well. And it really was a, a family feel to that celebration of finishing school. Um, so that's just one example in my life of how that worked, and there are so many more. But the second thing that stuck out in the message to me was when Tom said that we need to be able to ask for help. And I struggle with that. I think uh, New Englanders in general struggle with that. 
we are, you know, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and struggle through and do it ourselves. We're, you know, DIYers and it's hard to ask for help when we need help. How that being said, Tom read this message, this part of Galatians, he read 610 um, in his message, which says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. So there's a call there to really love each other. And, you know, Jesus said they will know, um, They'll know that we are Christians by our love, basically, that we'll know when we love, the way we love one another is how other people will know that we uh, follow Jesus. But I thought of another verse a little bit ahead of that in Galatians, and if you ever pull out the Trumbull High 1988 yearbook, it will be under my senior picture. It's 6-2, so a few verses ahead of 6-10. It says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. And as I've struggled with asking for help, and I've talked to a lot of people at church over the years who have struggled in asking for help, I've often quoted this verse because if in carrying each other's burdens we fulfill the law of Christ, when we inhibit other people from carrying our burdens, from helping, are we inhibiting the church from fulfilling the law of Christ? So we might be keeping someone from a God-appointed act of service by not making our needs known. So you're really helping the church to grow by letting people know what you need. Um, and as Tom mentioned, not making anyone read your mind, but really putting it out there. Hey, I, I need help with X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And to not, uh, feel badly about that, but even more importantly, to feel like that's that's part of allowing the church to fulfill its, you know, its purpose. Um, the second piece, which is kind of the flip side to that of asking for help, is just the idea of showing up. Who can we help? And I think one thing that gets maybe minimalized, I guess, as just an important way to show up is just attending things, attending service on Sunday, your presence encourages other people. Attending a small group you've signed up for, attending a reach out, attending a lean in. When people show up and see you, they are encouraged. They're and they're received by someone who's happy to see them. And they that's how we can encourage one another. Which reminded me of another favorite verse of mine in Hebrews 10, which talks about Encouraging one another and showing up. Um, 10, 24, and 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching. So if you're at a loss at what your next step in loving others in the church is, I would suggest step one would just be to show up and and be present. Um, secondly, if you're thinking, you know, I have this ability or that ability or I can do this or I can do that, but you're waiting for someone to ask you, I would suggest that you could reach out to me, you could reach out to Leanne and just say, you know, there are people at church, honestly, who need rides to medical appointments. There are people who need help with their yard. There are people 
who need meals from time to time. If you called us and said, hey, when someone needs a ride, I would be willing to be on the list to take them, or I would be willing when someone needs a meal, put me down on that list of people that you can call to do those things. That would be another great way to encourage one another and um, love one another. So I think um, as you're thinking about what's God saying to you, and I'm thinking about what's God saying to me, and what are we going to going to do about it. I know, at least for me, uh, I was one, encouraged by grateful memories of how the church has supported me in the past, and then um, encouraged to just to show up, even if that's just attending an event, but more than that, to show up in other people's lives and come around them, and then also just to be willing to ask for help when you need it, because that's how we're going to become the church that God dreamed about is by serving one another. Thanks.